Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry Podcast. And uh, it feels like it's been a long time since we did our last podcast, Brother Danny, but mm-hmm. it's really been eight days. I yeah, think we did the last week. one a day early because uh, we were all, or I, I was heading out. So uh, here we are Wednesday night after church again, and it's just us. It's me and Danny. Um, and I, I think we're on 20-something podcast, and we haven't been having a perfect track record as far as like every single week doing a podcast, mm-hmm. but it's been pretty close. And we've only missed three or four, I think. I think, think. yeah, I think so. So, uh, definitely better than the last time when <laughs> when we missed, you know, two or three years yeah, in between podcasts. So, we're finally back on track. But um, today we're going to be covering a few things. Uh, first one, and uh, Brother Danny, I'm sorry, I haven't even like welcome to the podcast. Oh, hello everyone, Brother Danny's the new Bob. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, so Bob Lee is is uh, in a lot of our podcasts, but it's awesome to have. Um, a lot of our other teachers who are incredibly capable, and Brother Danny does a lot of podcasts, a lot of recording, uh, Family Time Radio, mm-hmm. you name it, he yep. does it. So he's heavily involved in everything children's ministry and beyond. Um, but we have a big event coming up this weekend, Brother Danny, and, and let's just oh, yeah. talk about it. Oh, I can't wait. It's, it's so fun. cool. Yeah. Um, so it's Harvest Fest. Yeah. And. He- if you haven't gone to our Harvest Fest, I'm pretty sure everybody has good Harvest Fest, but this one's awesome. Yeah, and it's like like when we talk about our Sunday school team being the best team. Guys, when we talk like that, please understand where we're coming from. Yeah. It's it's our team, right? Everybody's yeah. kids are the best to them. And, <laughs> and you know, if if it's yours, of course, is more meaningful. Uh, but we really do have a rocking Harvest Fest. Yes. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. And this is not something, when we talk about the numbers that come to this, not something that happened overnight. This no. thing has been going, I think we're in our 17th or 18th year. Oh, wow. It's been a long time, almost two decades of this. And it started off really small with very few people. And it was, it was just, you know, we, it was a learning curve, big learning curve, and especially a learning curve with the, uh, the, the elements, because Rialto has some things in winter that yes. probably, at least I hope, I hope other people don't have to deal with, aye, yes. namely the wind. <laughs> and we'll go into that. Aye, aye, yes. um, but Harvest Fest is a big deal at our church. So October 31st, when everybody else is doing Halloween, we give them a safe family alternative to that. And it is not just a safe alternative where we give them candy and shove them out the door. This is a big deal. Like we, we, uh, let them have fun. It's almost like like a big county fair. Yeah. Uh, on our grounds, where we control the environment, and we have Sunday school. Like we teach lessons. Yep. Uh, we let them ride ponies. We have mechanical bull. We have There's game, game booths galore. Yeah. Food. In fact, let's just kind of walk our way through. Okay, so you walk in, and when we say wind, like it's a big deal here. Like we'll have 60, 70 mile an hour winds that destroy everything. Anything that can be shaken will be shaken, as yes. the good book says. So um, we've had easy ups for, for 15 years, the first 15 years, or anyway, probably started that, I guess, 10 years ago. Mm. But we did everything to protect them against the wind. We would zip tie them together. We would stake them with big old massive metal stakes into the ground. <laughs> uh, we literally tied them to the bus, like we our, our massive bus. And no matter what we did... It would destroy them. In fact, I'll never forget the sick feeling of going out there after our men had worked for hours the night before. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night hearing that wind. And there's nothing more chilling than that, that whistling 
I, it, yeah. Guys, it's a sound that you just don't hear very many places. It's called the Santa Ana winds, and we get them here. We're in the funnel. Yep. And uh, it literally picked up all of those easy ups that we thought were impregnable to wind. And it threw them over our back fence. We have a, a deal and there's a big old ditch behind us, probably 15 feet down. And it threw them all over and twisted them like pretzels. And we said, okay, well, no more easy ups. And so we've uh, put concrete in the ground. We have these poles that are pretty anchored in. Anything wind resistant, we've got rid of. Uh, if, it's, if it can act like a parachute, we got rid of it. Mm. So um, we used to have these giant barns that people would walk through. Uh, it was like our welcome yeah, area. And it's just a big open flat surface that the wind can catch a hold of. We've never had it fall, but we're not going to either. Cause if it fell, it wouldn't be just a funny oops. Like yeah. it would hurt somebody. Yeah, it's pretty so big. we're just kind of cutting ourselves out of any, anything like that. However, it's still awesome. So uh, last time, now we're, we're we're eliminating 20 uh 2020 from this because 2020 was a really yeah not so great year for anything let alone harvest fest uh but prior to that we had uh over 3000 people come mm. yep and that's that's normal we usually have high 2000s to low 3000s come and this is from our community we we just have a massive turnout yes and it didn't start that way, but after years and years of doing it, the same place, the same thing every time, people, people just expect us to have it. Yep. And now it's to the point where if we go and outreach in our city and they don't know our church, all we have to say is, yeah, we're the church that does the big harvest fest on you know, Cactus and Bloomington. Oh, got it. Yeah. We know exactly who you guys are. <laughs> So let's walk our way through it. So they walk in. We got these big flags and the whole perimeter is fenced off. Everything's free. They walk in. And what, what are some things, Brother Danny, that, that, that you would see when you first walk in? Like what right off the bat? Uh, I would say the jumpers that we have right there on the right side. Massive jumpers. In fact, we have an addition this year. We have a 30-foot long inflatable, a new one, um, that is actually three game booths. So the first one is a football throw, but it's okay. all inflatable. But each of these is ten feet wide, but they're all—it's all one big piece. Ooh, so okay. we throw a football through. The next one's a baseball throw, and then the next one's a soccer kick. And each one of those just—you know—you get to throw it through. That's thirty feet long. Next to it is a giant jumper. I don't know what they got this year, obstacle course or a big slide or something, but it's huge. It's thirty feet long as well. Okay. And. Next to that is our game stage, and not our Sunday school stage, not to be confused with that, but this year we're doing cup stacking. Oh. Unless the wind doesn't like cups, and if it oh, does, we'll change yeah. it up. We might do <laughs> Connect Four if we do that. Okay. But uh, worst case, cup stacking, I mean, best case. And so uh, we'll have, uh, I think our first hour or hour and a half is Tristan and Natalia. And the point is to get people that walk in. Uh, to compete against each other. So oh, okay. the girls aren't actually competing against them unless they can't get enough people up there at first. And then they might, they might do a, uh, you know, play against a, an audience so, member. Okay. Uh, but they're making it fun. Win or lose, they get candy. Just, you know, come, come and compete. But game booths are all around this place. Yes. <clears throat> so starting from the left, when you walk in, there are 10 game booths lined up. Yep. Everything from uh, shoot a crow to throw a... a lasso around a yeah. cowboy to croquet mm -hmm. to putting basketball toss ring toss yeah everything dive. yeah anything everything they do they they earn a prize and my mom has put a lot of effort into making these booths not only functional but look cool 
um, as much as the wind allows them. Yeah. <laughs> so we used to have these really big backdrops, and this year we are leaving them folded until the last second, and if there's no wind at the last minute, we're going to hang them up. So oh, cool. otherwise, we're not putting any parachutes up. <laughs> Good. Um, then at the end of that row, we actually moved it this year, Brother Danny, but we have pony rides. So we have a lady that comes in, she brings her horses, and they have, I think, three horses, and the uh, kids, they have to pay a whopping $1 to ride a pony. Mm-hmm. And that's just to offset the cost, because it's quite expensive. In fact, this year, oof, it jumped a lot, like oh, wow. double. Yeah, so we got pony rides, <clears throat> and that's actually on the, the, the blacktop this year, at the end of that booth on the, on the left-hand okay. side. And then there's another row game booth. We got kettle corn. We got fried Oreos. Mm. Um, and then we have another series of game booths. And we have uh, the jail. And yes. the jail is where you can pay a sheriff a dollar to okay. arrest a friend. You know, it's obviously all all in good fun. Uh, you pay them a buck and they, they lock them up in jail. And the way you get out of jail is either sing your way out, you sing a song, or you pay a dollar <laughs> of your own and you get back out. So it's just a silly way, again, to, to make a little bit of revenue. Um, then if you follow that around, we have our, our, uh, Bob Lee's booth. Bob Lee is, is one of the few families in the church that has actually kind of like adopted a booth. Like this is my baby. He came mm-hmm. up with the idea. He came up with the implementation. He brings his own easy up. He does everything. And it's, it's something that we don't even have to think about. We just know it's going to show up every, every year. And, and this is something I wish everybody in the church was hearing this right now because the ultimate dream, brother Danny mm-hmm. would be for every family in the church to own a booth and not like physically possess it although that'd be cool too but we're like what what booth can i make with my family Mm -hmm. and set up and make it just the baddest booth my family's going to run it my family's going to set it up and it's going to be epic we could do that yes we (laughs) really want that that. (laughs) so the toronto booth what would that look like who knows i mean i'm just springing this on you but i already have like a really cool idea so I was actually at Bass Pro years ago, mm-hmm. and I saw this giant wooden cutout of a fish, like a big bass, uh-huh. but where its mouth was was a five-gallon bucket. And the, the game was you try to cast a, a fishing, uh, like, a, like a weight, uh-huh. into the mouth. Can you cast it in there? Ooh. And it was just a test of skill. They obviously, uh, this was for fishermen and people that are comfortable with fishing rods and uh-huh. stuff. But... Uh, it'd be fun for adults, and then we could have like a like a, and I don't mean this bad, but like a dumbed down version for the little kids, where they could still participate, but yet it not be so difficult, you know, trying to figure out a real right. stuff. Maybe it's just a a stick with a a string and a weight on it, you yeah. know, just flip it in. Uh, but something like that would be kind of cool. And I'm thinking, man, I could make that look really cool. Oh, that would be cool. So that would be like my idea of a booth. But imagine if everybody in the church, every year they knew what they were doing. Like they were gonna like Bob. I'm bringing my booth. I'm decorating it. I'm coming up with the idea. And every year it gets better and better and better. And you can change your idea if you want. Huh. But how cool would that be? That would be awesome. I didn't know that. Now I know. Yeah. I think we need to really push that more because my mom has has floated the idea. But like, how do you float that idea except over the pulpit, really? Right. And I don't know that that's been done in forever. So, hmm. But that'd be the ultimate. That would be cool. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. So anyway, next to Bob Lee, we have a big bus. We yes. pull up one of our massive Sunday school buses, mm-hmm. our biggest one that we got. We pull it right on the, uh, on the grass. And it's front and center because this whole thing that we do, this Harvest Fest with 3,000 people there, is for the sole purpose of getting people to church. That's right. It's to acquaint them with the community, or acquaint our church with the community and the mm-hmm. community with us. And also for every single person there, before they leave, they have to know that uh, we have Sunday school buses that will come pick you up. 
we'll have a big map that says this is the routes that we go to. Where do you live? We'll find you on the map. And do we have a route close to you? If not, man, maybe we can create a route for you. Uh, If enough people, you know, live in an area, man, we'll do whatever we have to do. Um, And uh, balloons, give out out a lot of balloons at the bus booth. And then we have our Sunday school stage. Now, uh, have you been involved in the Sunday school stage? Like the actual performing on the stage yet? Well, this year you are, right? Yes. Yes. And so what this is, is a, a fun place for people just to come and get the weight off their feet, right? So they just come and plop down in a chair and get to watch some knuckleheads do some fun <laughs> stuff. And they learn while they're doing it yep. because we don't pull punches. I don't care if the community's there. I don't care if they've never heard anything about the Holy Ghost. We're teaching That's all right. the stuff we do in Sunday school, but That's we right. teach it so fun that they don't even realize they're learning. Yep. I remember... Uh, the first time it like hit hard that these people really enjoy this is, is I was doing uh, the, the, the three cups, three styrofoam cups, and I have the super absorbent polymer one. I pour the water in, the water disappears. Oh, yeah. Well, the idea was that happiness can never be found in the places that the devil tells you. And, you know, the world is going to try to convince you that, that happiness is in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, there's a lady I'd never seen her before. She just showed up for Harvest Fest. She's sitting there, and her eyes bugged out like when all the water disappeared. And then at the end, like probably 15 minutes later, she came up. She said, that was so good. This is exactly what our kids need to hear. And I was like, that's what you need to hear, lady. <laughs> no, but it was so cool. I'm like, man, they, they, people enjoy it. Yeah. <clears throat> and so for three hours straight, I, I didn't even mention the time. We do it from 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. Yep. So that stage is busy for three hours straight with object lessons. However... We can loop, you know, if we have to, mm-hmm. um, you know, hour one and hour three can be the exact same hour because the odds of someone being there for three hours straight is pretty low. Um, and we also have songs. We we do really fun songs on the stage. Yes. And candy rains. Yes. Three of them, I think, this time. We do at the end of every hour. So uh, at 6.50, I think, is when we start drumming it up. And then we do a big five-minute candy rain. And then, of course, at the end of 7 o'clock, or sorry, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. And the big one's at 9 o'clock. And we do it pretty epic. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that gather around the the Sunday school stage a lot. So, Brother Danny, (laughs) we're talking candy. How much candy do we give away? Do you remember? Do you remember what's on the flyer? Man, I think it's 16, did it say 1,600? Almost two tons of candy. Or not two tons, sorry, everybody. Roll that back one ton, almost two thousand pounds. Uh, it's a lot. Now I'd say almost two thousand. That's a massive exaggeration. We're, we're shooting for fifteen hundred right now. So I think right now we already have twelve hundred. Oh, collected. Wow. Yep. Okay. And we're shooting for the other couple hundred. Almost there. <clears throat> we're almost there. Um, and so we give that away at the game booths. We get that away in the candy rains. We get that away. Uh, as they're walking out. Just, and if we yeah. see a kid that has an empty bag, we are going to load them up because yep. we don't want anybody walking out of there dejected like they didn't get any candy. Yep. Of course, if you just play a couple game booths, you're going to end up with plenty. The whole so, bunch. Um, let's see here. Um, what? Oh, uh, let's go into the, the food area, I guess. Yes. <clears throat> the next comes around, yeah. So then we have a whole area with food. And, and this, it's not free, but it's stupid cheap. Like we already mentioned, kettle corn. Nothing's over a buck, I don't think. <clears throat> the fried That's Oreos really are a buck. Good. Kettle corn's a buck. Snow cones are a buck. Mm-hmm. Churros are a buck. Jake's tacos. Tacos, yes. World famous tacos. I, I, I think they're more than a dollar, but they're not much. I'll say two, two, two fifty. Maybe they're really maybe. cheap. You could fill up for five bucks. Yes, like really tank sure. up. 
Um, there's coffee from the Spanish church, puts a big coffee bar on. Sister mm-hmm. Letty Roman is doing churros and cotton Ooh. candy. And I don't know if she's doing churros this year. Cotton candy for sure. Huh? Anyway, all kinds of fun stuff. Really good stuff. <clears throat> we have everything from guys riding these fake horses around <laughs> that are just silly and they're fun. We have these big, we, we call them peak boxes because I don't know what else to call them. There's, I saw them at the Comedy Barn in uh, Pigeon Forge. Mm-hmm. It's a giant yellow box. And if you've ever been to Comedy Barn, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those big things while you're in line. And it says, man-eating chicken, beware. And you're like, oh, my goodness. What on earth could be inside this box? And you look inside, and there's a picture of a guy eating a chicken leg. It's stupid. But it's funny. Then there's another one with, uh, it says, uh, oh, a baby rattler. Yes. Right? It's just frightening. And then you look inside, and there's a baby Baby. with a rattler. Really dumb. But it's funny. It is. Um, then we have a guessing booth um, mm-hmm. where there's a, I think this year is going to be peanuts. Oh, okay. And so there's going to be a giant jar completely full of sh- peanuts with the shell on this time. Okay. And you got to guess how many are in there. Whoever gets closest wins something really cool. Speaking of that, okay. Mm-hmm. So 3,000 people come in and they leave and we never get to talk to them again. Unless there's some hook, some way that we can get contact again with these people. So we have all kinds of ways set up where we can follow up with these people later. Doesn't cost you anything to get in. However, we are trying to get your contact information, but we do that through drawing. So we have an Xbox giveaway, an Xbox One that we give away. Oh, wow. But only one. (laughs) But we got probably 10 prizes that we give away in that, let alone uh, probably 20 restaurant certificates. Like uh, Patio uh, West Deli gave us three $20 gift gift cards, Blaze Pizza. Oh. Blaze Pizza gave us, I'm not lying, probably 50 gift cards, probably 20 of them for free pizzas, another for buy one, get one freeze. And, and, and all these are just relationship with community over the years. Wow. Yeah, so we're giving all those away. We have, uh, oh my goodness, probably another 10 different uh, restaurants that donate gift cards. And so we, we awesome. give those away. Um, and so the, the hook is we're in the line and say, hey, would you like to be entered to, to win an Xbox? And they say, yes or no. If you don't, no big deal. We don't care. We'll go to the next one. But if you do, we're going to say, okay, well, the way we contact you is through your text or email. So would you mind giving us that? Otherwise, we have no way of notifying you if you yes. want or not. And so we'll enter that in. And then at the bottom, we'll say, oh, would you like to uh, have, Bible would you study. be open to a free home Bible study? Yeah. And again, if they say no, no big deal. But we will call them later and just say, hey, we want to check on your experience at Harvest Fest. How was it? By the way, have you ever experienced Pentecostal church? That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one way. And then we have another booth that is specifically a win an Xbox booth. It's the same Xbox, but they come up and they can say, hey, if you haven't entered, you can do it here. The guessing game, mm-hmm. same thing. When they enter their guess, because we don't know how many are actually in it. I don't even figure it out until the end. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's so I can't say I know. Right. That, I, don't, I don't even want to know. Who I, does know that? Nobody until the end. So I'm the one that count them, but I don't count them until it's over with. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and then I'll just I'll just look, say, okay, who had the closest number on that list? Okay. Yeah, but when they give us that, they also give us their name, phone number, uh, email address, so we can contact them through that. So anyway, it's all ways that we can follow up. So we have people. In fact, Pastor said a couple weeks ago in the phone call outreach team, Mm -hmm. they called somebody from 2008, 2018, Mm -hmm. not eight, 2018, three years ago. And they set up a Bible study Ooh. from someone from three years ago visiting Harvest Fest. That's why we take all the collect, collect all the oh, info. Cool. Yep. 
So it's a big deal. It's a lot of fun, but it is a major funnel for getting people to know about our church and about our Sunday school specifically because it's for kids, right? So it's Harvest Fest. I mean, it's, it's, uh, that's where you see every family that walks in, you're a weirdo if you don't have a kid, right? And you got like there for, for candy. It's kind of odd. And so, uh, the, the police, we have a good, good, uh, relationship. And so they send out an officer and all he does is just kind of stand around and look tough. Seriously, I'm not making fun. (laughs) That's his job. And if anybody acts up, he he may step in. We've never had a problem of any kind ever where they had to do anything, but it's cool that he's there. Yes. We're always glad. Um, let's see. Do we have, uh, the petting zoo? Oh, yes, we do. We got a petting zoo. They bring goats. A llama, I think it is. Yeah, goose. And then pigs? Rabbits? Oh, yeah, those little potbelly pigs, yeah. huh? Yeah, so they bring a big old petting zoo. We mm-hmm. have that. Uh, did I mention a mechanical bull? I don't think I did. Uh, I don't think you did either. We have a mechanical bull that you can ride and get, yep. get beat up if you want. I, mean, I think last the did. last time we did it, I, you ran, it. I ran it last That's time. That's right. And that was pretty fun. So, And then... Oh, in the, in, in the very middle. Oh, my goodness. It's called Farmer for a Day. I, good grief. I spent all day setting it up today, so you'd think I'd remember this. Well, in this, it's called Farmer for a Day. It's a track that the kids walk, and on the track along the way, first of all, they collect eggs. Mm-hmm. So we have these, these fake eggs, and they collect those and put them in little baskets. Then they go to the next one, and there's these baby chickens. And then they get to hold their live, like real baby real chickens. Baby chicken. yeah. And they get oh. to hold them and play with these baby chickens, obviously, with supervision. Mm-hmm. Then they go to the next one, which is a pig race, and it's obviously... Not obviously, I guess it's not obvious, but they're mechanical pigs. There's mm-hmm. little like wind up pigs, and everybody races them to see who who gets who wins. Who wins. Yeah. It's, it's fun, cool. And then the next spot is milk a cow. We've got these big uh, wooden cutouts, and there's these. Uh, they actually sell these for this purpose. They're like uh, fake cow udders. For I know, I, I know. And they go that. on a five gallon bucket, and you milk a cow. Oh, for these kids that never milked a cow before. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, you go to the next spot, which is where they harvest. Again, they're all all these things are like what a farmer would do uh-huh. in, in in a farm. in a day. Yeah. yeah. So they'll they'll pick vegetables. Uh, we got all these carrots and stuff, and they pick those and put them in their bucket. Uh-huh. And then they have uh, fruit on the tree, and they pick apples and all these different fruit and put uh-huh. them in their bucket. And then they go to the very end, and they get paid for all their hard work. Candy, uh-huh. of course. And then they turn it in, and then the people go run back and put all the fruit and vegetables and eggs back where it came from for the next group. And are we having, uh, like, the Be Free or Bible Study booth again? Not Bible Study because everybody that enters is in the Bible Study booth, basically. Um, But, yes, Be Free class, which is our drug addiction freedom class. Okay. Um, they have a booth set up. They got a like a spinner board. He told me that they're going to have like a five dollar bill clipped on a number, and if they spin it and win it, you know, land on it, they'll win it. Otherwise, they get all these smaller prizes. Uh, my goodness, I still feel like I'm missing stuff. Yeah, there's just we got huge banners so on the fences. We've yeah. we've rented these. We don't have them this year, but massive spotlights like those big old like. Guys, we don't watch movies, but like the movie premiere spotlights, you yeah. know, the ones that wiggle all over the place. We've rented those in the past. We got these light towers, huge light towers mm-hmm. that we rent, the construction ones. We got six of those coming. Oh, wow. Uh, a whole bunch of hay bales. We have, uh, uh, my goodness, the, 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 this is just the, kind of the, the, the back end of stuff that we don't really talk about a whole lot. But there's uh, Burtech, our trash company. Uh-huh. They give us all these free boxes, so we got to sign up and get oh. those. 
We get uh, sometimes free donations from drink companies. Like uh, it was, I think it was last time was Monster. I think it, did yeah. we have Monster? Like the I think the, it was. the big twenty four pack. Like they gave guilt? us tons of stuff. Yeah, and there was another so. one that the, the the lemonade company. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they gave us just yeah. thou, like, what a thousand a, bottles a whole or something. Bunch. And then it's just for us to give away. Yeah. Uh, we do a newsletter when they walk in, so everybody gets a program of kind of what to expect when they when they get in, and then the. Uh, uh, information about the church and our sponsors are in mm-hmm. there. Oh goodness, I'm missing some stuff. It's Danny. just a whole bunch. There's, there's just it's a stuff. big deal. Yes, but I hope anybody listening knows that this did not happen on year one. We're in year seventeen now, <laughs> and all this stuff. We literally have storage units that we have full of this junk. We have a container here that's full of this stuff, uh, and it's just it's been growing every year. And so uh, anyway. Yeah. I'm done with harvest. I think I'm all harvested out on this conversation because <laughs> that's all I've been doing all day and yesterday. So and tomorrow and Friday and maybe Saturday. <sighs> no Saturdays <laughs> ah, for the wings funeral. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh my goodness. Sunday uh, school. Yeah. What about Sunday school? Sunday school. So we're going to talk about this most recent Sunday. Yes. Um, we actually had two very different Sundays. You and I. Yes, we did. Uh, because you were, of course, here in, in Rialto mm-hmm. with the best Sunday school team ever. Yes. By the way, um, again, because it's ours. Uh, and then I was in the frozen north. I was in North Dakota, and it was cold. I mean, to them, it wasn't cold yet, because I guess it gets down to like 70 below. But when Ooh. I was there, it was a very breezy 35 degrees. <laughs> so, uh, it was supposed to snow the final day, but it didn't. Um, but anyway, uh, let's just let's talk about our different Sundays. First of all, let's talk about you guys. So you guys talked about the power. The theme was power in the name of Jesus. Yes. So what uh, I see, I had the intro. Now for that, what I did for that, I um, I had Brother Larry come in with a uh, like a mic uh, stand, uh, kind of taken apart. So the half, the top part of it was was I put two little uh, golf balls on the end. To make it look like he was working out with like a, a barbell or, or some weights. With golf balls? Yeah, with, oh, or not funny. golf balls, I'm sorry, uh, tennis balls. Tennis that's balls. That's not much better. <laughs> <laughs> and like if you've seen Brother Larry, he's this really big guy and he's just holding these this little bar with two little go- uh, tennis balls at the end. And uh, so he comes in and he's like, yeah, you know, I heard you guys were teaching about the power, you know, about having power and stuff. And I just came working out my arms. And, and so we kind of went with that. I was like, no, you're, we're talking about the power in the name of Jesus. Hmm. And so he, um, he was like, oh, okay. I, I just, for some reason, I thought I heard power. And I said, no, I said, maybe you want to stay and listen to the, uh, you know, to our, to our Sunday school. Maybe you might get an idea of what we're talking about. He's like, all right. So that kind of just ended that. And then, uh, well, that's the point of our intro is to set the stage without really, you know, we're we're not trying to teach the whole day in the intro. Right. And sometimes we get lost in that. Not, I'm not talking about, about, about you, but sometimes I can catch myself. I'm like, wait, I just did way more than I was supposed to. All I'm trying to do is introduce the topic and make it funny. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do. And then get out of the way for the next person. Mm -hmm. So that's exactly what you did. Yeah. And and it was, it was quick, uh, you know, something for the kids to kind of laugh at with brother Larry and the, you know, him being big in the the little bar. Um, and then we did, uh, Delaney, I believe she had rules. Um, just kind of basic rules or ways to have fun in Sunday school, Uh, have the kids kind of get involved with it. Um, after that, we had my daughter Sarah. She did the action song. Uh, the first one is uh, "God is Fighting God is, for Us." Yeah. Uh, in the what's that? so that well that one of course is uh, 
what's the name of that song? It's called In Jesus' Name. In Jesus' Name. Which power in the name of Jesus. So so we did that song. uh, If you guys don't sing that song, you are missing out so bad. Uh, The one we use is Israel Hooten. And the reason I picked that one mm -hmm. is because it's in the right key. Everybody else, all the other versions I've had are so screeching high that like, (laughs) there's no way to sing it. You can't even sing it without dying. And so I chose that because of the key, but it turns out it's the best version anyway. It's it kids rocks. love it. It's jams. kids love it. I love it. I mean, <laughs> if you can't get in, the problem is Danny that they sing that in the main church, uh-huh. and it's impossible to sing that without doing the motions. Like oh, it's impossible. So I they know. sing, uh, you know, power in the name of Jesus in the main church, and I'm like vibrating. <laughs> like my whole body is saying, "You've got to move. You yes. better you get out in that aisle and start jamming." <laughs> And so I usually do give in. And I just I just go with it. Seriously, my brother probably too. thinks we're lunatics. But anyway, ah, that's funny. All right, so we ended up going to after that. Uh, brother Lee had the mini object lesson, uh, so and I'm we, sure it was very, very dry. And he didn't try to explode anything or burn anybody, right? I'm sure, right? Actually, no, 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 no brother Danny, please, please, no, no. Oh, there was fire involved, actually, brother Lee. <laughs> Why am I so surprised? Um, so he had me do this thing where it was, he put, I think it was alcohol and something else inside a five gallon uh, water jug. Oh, he didn't do the fiery jet, did he? Yes. Oh my. And so he had that thing wrapped with aluminum foil on the top and he had me shake it for, I don't know, maybe a good five minutes or so. And while he was talking about, you know, the power in the name of Jesus. And so uh, I would say most of the kids seen this, but the ones that didn't, man, they were just like, Whoa! So what it is is that I shake up. We shake up the bottle, and it's some kind of. It's it's actually just alcohol. Just is it just alcohol? Oh, yeah, it's okay. Crazy. It's just alcohol, and um, the fumes of it as you shake it just get really intense inside. And uh, when he's ready, we I took off the the aluminum foil on the top, and he lit the end, and it was just this. <laughs> yes, it was it was like a jet engine uh, as it was taking off. It just. Big flame comes out really hard and really loud, and the bottle just or the jug just melts. And uh, the kids were excited, and yeah, so he was just talking about that, and, you know, the power of the name of Jesus. Uh, Brother Danny, can I, Bob Lee, when he first did that, um, I, I thought it was just the most amazing thing ever. It was, it was incredible. And so one night, because he lived really close to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was on a walk with his wife, and so he thought he was going to take that jug and shake it the entire time he walked over to our house, because mm-hmm. and, and, he, he, he said, I, I think it'll be really good when he gets there. Okay? So he walks this jug. He's shaking it for probably 15 minutes on the walk, 10 minutes or whatever it was. He gets to my house, and he's still shaking it, and he goes, hey, you want to see something cool? Well, we're in my kitchen. He lights this thing up. It has been shaken so much. Danny, I'm probably, I'm not kidding. The flame was probably 10 feet plus. I don't know how he didn't kill us. In your kitchen? Yeah. And, and like, cause you would think you're out of, out of range yeah. after a certain point. It would have scorched anybody. And guys, I'm telling you, this thing is like, it's, it's that blue intense yes. flame that would really just cool. fry you. Uh, and oh, it, it, it was big enough where it scared him. Um, but yeah, so so bottom line is while you're shaking that up, the alcohol atomizes. Mm-hmm. It like turns into like almost like mist inside of it, and the mist is what lights. It's oh. really cool. Um, so if if brother Dan, if I say bottom line again, can you like reach across and just like whack me on the head? 
I catch myself saying the same thing over and over, and it drives me bananas. <laughs> I'll try to remember that. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna like try to watch my mouth. Okay. All right. So next we had. Um, uh, let's see. How did, how did he teach about it? I'm sorry. How did the power of the energy just come into that? You know, I I was too busy shaking the thing because <laughs> I knew something cool was gonna come out of it. We talked. I was like. Oh, we talk about object lessons and we say, don't let the object get in the way of the lesson. Yes. I think that happened. <laughs> so for the way, if you listen to this, Brother Danny left with the object, but he forgot the lesson. Yes. Sorry, was, I was too busy shaking. I'm sure just like, you know, there's, there's, there's power in Jesus' name. When you light it off, it's going to blow your mind, something like that. Um, so anyway, we, we went to uh, Brother Marco's teaching uh, a game. Uh, I honestly couldn't remember what he did with them. Well, we do yeah. we do games in class, and uh, we try to make them where they're not just entertaining, but they teach. Yes. And so uh, we try not to let any time. We just don't have enough time. And so any time that we have doing anything, we try to contribute to the lesson. And so I'm mm-hmm. sure Brother Marcos did that. And then um, we had Sister Bree Hinckley. She did the skit. And uh, for this one, it was she was kind of like coming to see a doctor. Uh, I think it was a psychiatrist. She needs one. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, Brie. Calm down. And so they come in. uh, Her and Sister Kim, they sat down on the the stage there. And she was kind of interviewing Brie. And uh, she was just saying, you know, are you okay? Are you depressed? And she's like, well, yeah, I'm depressed. And she was looking up uh, different ways on the Internet uh, that self-help and things like that. And so at the end, uh, Sister Kim was like, well, have you tried praying, you know, uh, even, you know, reading the Bible? And so it just kind of like the power of the name of Jesus can help, you know, get rid of the depression, you know, if you pray and things like that. So that was yeah. that was Sister Breeze. So like people, they look in a lot of places before they try Jesus sometimes. Yes. And that's where the, the true answer is to be found. Yes. So uh, some people ask, why do you do so many different types of teaching? Mm-hmm. Skits, object lessons, songs, games that teach. And uh, I, I think the, the best answer to that is I was actually at a, well, I was in North Dakota, and a guy asked me, um, how do you reach kids that learn differently from each other? So maybe there's a visual learner. Maybe there's someone that l- learns better by listening. Mm-hmm. Somebody learns better by you know whatever method. And that's why we do all these different ways of teaching is uh, hopefully er- all these kids can pick up something from every, every yeah. piece that we do. But maybe, maybe there's one, you know, a child that, that really does learn better when a skit's happening, maybe they learn better when it's an object lesson, mm-hmm. when they have a visual in front of them, you know. And so we try to we try to reach all types of children through many different teaching methods on the same Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they don't. Maybe they'll just leave with that eight minutes worth. But hey, it's it's, it's eight minutes. It's what, then, yeah. what they left, what they yeah. needed. All right. And then uh, let me see, Sarah. Uh, she had another song, and that was uh, a worship song. Yes, and that was uh, "There Is Power" in the name of Jesus. Come on now, yes. uh, that that song has always just been. It, it resonates so well with our Sunday school. It may not work everywhere, but man, for us, I'm telling you, it's the most powerful altar call song uh, that you can that we can almost play mm-hmm. as far as soundtracks. Um, in fact, it's just not long enough sometimes. There's nothing worse if you use some soundtracks for your altar call for a song to end yeah, in the middle just, of altar call. And it's just like crickets and kids just like look around like, are we done praying? Yeah. And they stop praying. 
So I actually made an extended version of that mm -hmm. and I just looped it over and over. Like I found a breaking point where I could try to you know clip it together. Mm -hmm. And so it's like 30 minutes long now. So it Ooh. just never ends. So oh, cool. It is a song that never ends. <laughs> yeah. All right. And um, then um, we had Brother Larry uh, do a good behavior game and uh, it was Pictionary. So the kids kind of, we had four kids, four boys, four girls. Um, do so let, let me explain what a good behavior game is real quick for okay. those that may be new to this. Uh, it's, it's a way to encourage your class to behave well throughout the entire class because there's a chance that they will be picked for this good behavior game where whether they win the game or not, they're going to re be rewarded yes. for participating. And they're selected in a variety of ways, but typically it's, it's teachers that are, are, are watching the kids all throughout from every song to the mini object lesson mm -hmm. through the skit and whoever's paying attention, participating, yep. not fooling around. Those are the kids that get brought into this good behavior game. Sometimes it takes the form like this where it's an actual slot in class where we play a, a, mm -hmm. a game, but lately just because we're so short on time we've actually been doing it as like a 30 second at the end of class thing where yeah. we hey we've been selecting people all class long we have these five names if you guys can come up and get a bag of chips or something yeah. no game involved just you know at least they know that we're we're still looking for that good behavior i'm sorry yeah. i didn't mean to interrupt you no 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 it's okay that's and what then, that is um so for this time i was actually the one uh, picking the boys so as he was saying you know, we choose. We do different things. Uh, this time, Sister Sarah had pre-written seats, uh, like row and seat number, um, and she was like, "Just keep an eye on these these boys on this side to see if they were behaving." And so, um, I did have to say no to one of them because one of them wasn't behaving. And we I, don't actually call them out, though, no, right? No, we no. just say, "Hey, there was a seat yes. that was pre-picked, and we had man, we had some great things lined up for you, but." Yeah. Sorry, you and blew it. We, they don't know who it was, but yeah. they know, oh, that could have been me. Yep. And so I just had to pick somebody else, which is no big deal. Um, and so that was, uh, it was Pictionary, so it was boys against the girls. Uh, we had four. Did the boys win? No. No! It was like three to one. No. So, yeah, the girls are way better at Pictionary than, than the boys. Um, and then we had... Or maybe it's the people drawing. It could have been. <laughs> Maybe girls are better artists than us. I don't know. I wasn't there. So uh, um, I'm just going to throw you guys under the bus. <laughs> no, they guessed really fast, oh, actually. They were really bit, uh, good guessers. Um, but anyway, for the final lesson, we had uh, uh, Kim, Brother Kim and... Uh, Brother Kim. <laughs> Sorry. Brother Julian and Sister Kim. Um, do uh, He had this rocket. It was really cool. It was like an actual model rocket. Um, and so he kind of talked about that for a little bit. About uh, then he took it outside after class was over. Why didn't he just shoot it through the hole, brother Lee blew in the ceiling? <laughs> Use it for something, right? <laughs> and uh, him and brother Lee set up right here in the basketball court. Um, brother Lee had his little cannon, that little dealy. He puts the carbine, yeah, the carbine thing in it, and he blows it up. And then he had the rocket. So brother Lee shot his, I think, like two or three times, and then. Everybody was just excited to see Brother Julian's go off. And it, I mean, it went high, maybe like three to four times as, as big or as high as the church. Those things are awesome. It man. was awesome. And the kids loved it. They just went all crazy for it. And so, yeah, that was, that was our Sunday here. That's cool. And, and talking about the power of the name of Jesus, you know, that yes. if that uh, little rocket can take you to heaven or can take you up that high, imagine power yes. of Jesus inside you can take yes. you all the way to heaven. So that's powerful. 
That's cool. And, and so uh, the kids will never forget some of those objects. That, and that model rocket probably costs... 20 bucks, 20 bucks yeah. maybe Hobby Lobby. They have tons of them. I've yeah. seen them there, all different size rockets that you can get. And it's just a visual that kids won't forget. If you guys have the luxury of going outside occasionally, you don't always have to be trapped in your classroom. That's right. Um, you know, it, it's, it's best to do it at the end of class because trying to get them back into class is <laughs> just about impossible. Yeah. And it's hard to have an altar call after that. Um, so there are trade-offs, of course, but every now and then it's a really good thing to mm-hmm. mix it up. So I'm like, that's really cool. Um, so while you guys were doing that, uh, we were in North Dakota. They had a, their uh, kids revival, and it was a Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Sunday. Wow. So there was there was it was a long, a long week, uh, but it, it was fun. It was fun. So uh, kids are just they're, they're they're the same worldwide. Right. You know, it's not like you have to change anything. They're just kids are kids. Right. But brother Danny, everywhere we go. They watch our videos. Oh, it is awesome. the most humbling but cool thing ever. So they're like, hey, did Bob come with you? Is Bob here? <laughs> did, did, uh, did, did Delaney come? Yeah. Is oh, Brother Danny here? Awesome. Did Julian come? And I'm like, guys, I wish they could all fly with us. But that's awesome. They don't fit my suitcase. No, <laughs> no, but that would be the ultimate. Can you imagine like taking everybody to go somewhere? That would be so cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they, they really... they. It's funny because they actually like know us. I mean, they know what we portray, right? But but they they they're so funny. They're yeah, so cool. they they genuinely really 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 get a kick out of it. In fact, we recorded a video of probably like ten kids. All they all had stuff to say to Delaney, mm-hmm. and it wasn't all like like it was just funny stuff. Like like you forgot my birthday. You know, I don't know why oh, they wow. chose her <laughs> to take that out on. But it was funny. I was like, "Yeah, get her, get her." <laughs> but anyway, kids are kids are awesome. But um, we took all the object lessons that we do here mm-hmm. and just took them over there and, and did them in four nights. Now, now four four full days, you know, of, of forty five minutes. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff to try to pack in a bag. Yeah. But we figured it out. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, it was it was it was it was fun. Uh, but we had uh, a few kids get the Holy Ghost on Friday night. I wish more had. In fact, there's two two boys, and if anyone's listening to this, uh, I added them to my prayer list: Luke and Zeke. I'm yeah. going. I'm going to keep checking with their pastor until those kids get the Holy Ghost. Because every night, I'm telling you, it was like you want to shake the Holy Ghost into them because they're praying so hard, and they're not fake praying. I mean, like tears, snot, just like giving everything they got, mm. and they're just not breaking through. And I'm just like. <laughs> Whatever it is, God, shake it. Yeah. You, know, you just want to like grab them and just like, ah! uh, uh, but they're going to get it. They're going to get it. So I'm going to keep checking in with their pastor until, until we see it happen. Awesome. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, that was our, our weekend. And so wherever you were, I'm sure you guys have some good ideas. Uh, now, maybe this is premature to say this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But our uh, Together article, I wrote a Together article for the magazine, the Together magazine. Ooh. Um, every... Every issue we write with something on children's ministry or, or delegate to get it done. Mm-hmm. But this time it was on. Imagine with me, Danny. Okay. Every Sunday, if every church with a Sunday school program in the apostolic movement, mm-hmm. I don't know how many that is. It's thousands, but imagine just imagine just a couple hundred of them. If every Sunday they just took one thing that was their best thing that day and shared it with everybody else. Imagine 
if, if, if every single Sunday, North Dakota shared their best moment with, with everybody, Ooh. this is an object lesson that really connected with our kids. And they just do maybe a quick video on mm-hmm. it and send it in. And we have that coming from 200 places. Imagine the resources that the apostolics could have. Ooh, that would be. This is a song cool. that we came up with today or that we found. It's awesome. You got to check this out. This is an object lesson. Here's a skit that we did. Here's our, our game that we did today. Here's whatever it is, our decor. Yeah. Like we, we d- decorated our class in this theme, and I want to share that with everybody. Can you imagine, Danny, mm. if we were able to go into a database and say, I want to teach on the, the, the Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. And we see all of these, you know, we can pull up a hundred different lessons from a hundred different churches and how they did it. And, but it's consistent, not one time a year, but like every Sunday we pick one thing and send it into a central resource. Well, that's what I wrote in Together Magazine and said, oh. imagine if we had this. So what I said is I'm willing to contribute some elbow grease and the existing platform of Apostolic Sunday School, or if it grows into something else, I don't care. We don't have ownership of it. I don't care. Right. I don't, I just wanted a resource. I'm sick of doing searches online and finding other people's stuff. You, you know what's funny? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you out, but no, I, I, I thought uh, maybe the last three weeks, I'm like, you know, what if we go and go around to like the different churches and, and record them doing, they Sunday, doing school? Sunday school so we have resources to, to use? And I'm like... And that's nobody's gonna go for that. I'll just I just kind of threw it out of my head. But but Danny, think about this. Like selfishly, this is this is from me. I okay. I love the fact that other churches can watch our Sunday school. Yes, I think that's awesome. But we don't have anybody to watch, right? True. We don't have anybody to watch, and we're only posting once a month right now. Maybe maybe twice a month. But uh, can you imagine other churches did something similar? But again, I know it's a big, it's a hassle. It's a lot of work and it's a pain and nobody wants to go through that pain every week. Mm -hmm. But can we share one thing? Just one thing. Like out of this list, Danny, you were with the creative, creative intro. If you could record that creative intro on the power of the name, that's it. And this is how we introduced our class to the power name of Jesus. And I know it's not an object lesson. But it goes into the database, and now everybody else can find it later. Yeah. Creative how, intros. How can I do one? How cool would yeah. that be? Oh, that would be awesome. Be amazing. That would be. So I don't know if it's going to turn into anything, but it, but it, the I heart, hope so. They sent me the proof today, and and I I read it. it looks cool, and it's got a big wanted poster. Wanted your object lessons and stuff. <laughs> so if that starts happening. We are going to have, and this is not for pay. I'm not, we're not charging anybody. This is a free resource that we are providing to everybody. So if you send it to us, yes. we will hopefully try to try to format it or whatever where it, where it, you know, where it jives with everything else, mm-hmm. meaning that it kind of has the same look and feel of the others as far as how to find it. You know, I, we'll try to categorize it and stuff, mm-hmm. give appropriate credit. This was from this person wherever we're not claiming ownership of your material right in no way shape or form all i want to do is make it available for churches to find it and use it because your church is blessed by it but nobody else is that that's awesome that would be be so so cool cool. yes now if we did get hundreds a week we'd get buried there's no way we could post them all but at that point that's a problem we can fix we'll make a team of people that's posting these can you seriously we'll figure out the we'll Fix the bottlenecks yes. if or when they happen. <laughs> but anyway, that's the dream. 
Can we make it happen? If you're listening to this, you know you have a quality Sunday school. And maybe every Sunday isn't a home run. We know that. Because trust me, we've struck out many Sundays. Mm -hmm. And we don't tell everybody about all the mistakes necessarily. Sometimes we do. Um, But every Sunday, even on a really bad Sunday, there's something that goes well. Yeah. Can we share that? Can we sit down and just take a a two-minute video without any prep? I don't care what your background looks like. I don't care... How you're dressed? I mean, you know, as far as in a costume or anything, we don't care. All we want is is can we get that material and share it with other apostolics? And however we can do it, if you want to type it up, if you want to write it up, if you want to uh, video it, we don't care. Anyway, video would probably be make the most sense, I think. But anyway, we're open to whatever. That sounds awesome. All right, guys. Well, it has been 48 minutes and. Uh, thank you for for sharing your your time listening to this podcast. And brother Danny, thank you. It is late. It is ten fifty p.m. It's almost Ooh. eleven o'clock, <laughs> uh, and I know you're you're tired. So we're going to wrap this up. But guys, thank you so much once again for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. All right. Adios. Oh, if you have ideas for next time, info at apostolicsinnesco <laughs> Bye. <laughs>